Social Zoom Factor, episode 185. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Does your current website or blog got you down? Do you need a better hosting platform to help your business zoom turbo versus speeds that are slow and holding you back? No need to look any further than our partner HostGator. Have an existing site? No worries. They can seamlessly transfer your existing site for free and have you zooming turbo in no time for as little as $4 a month. Check them out at HostGator.com and save 30% on new hosting packages using the coupon code ZOOM or simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash hostgator. The Marketing Nuts Agency helps companies transform their social and digital business from the inside out. Visit their website at www.themarketingnutswithaz.com for a client list, case studies, and some amazing free resources to get you started down the path of success. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. How are you doing today? We are talking about a topic today that is going to help you. Any business leader or digital marketer, this podcast is for you. And we are talking about content and specifically discoverable content. So today we're going to answer the question, how do you make your content discoverable? How do you create content that people will find? Because as marketers and business leaders, our goal is not to spend all this massive time, resource, and money on creating content and then have nobody read it or view it or watch it or listen to it. I mean, is there anything more depressing when it comes to being a digital marketer than building something and nobody comes? It's like creating your own digital social party and nobody's there, right? It's kind of how now what we see happening happening a lot on Facebook with brands that have you know paid all this money for likes, but they don't have any valuable content. And it's like they have this Facebook party and nobody is showing up and you're seeing loads of Facebook pages, business pages just being abandoned because brands are giving up. It no longer, when it comes to platforms like Facebook, is it about paying for likes and then everybody's going to see your content, right? A very, very tiny, small percentage of people that even like your page will ever see your content. So you need to be focusing on content not only on Facebook, but off of Facebook, okay? If you have a problem with Facebook working for you, you probably don't have just a Facebook problem. You have a content problem because you're not inspiring and connecting with your audience. You're probably not providing value. And if you are providing value, maybe you do have a blog. Maybe nobody is reading it. Maybe you have a podcast and nobody is listening to it. Do you think that I got you here on this podcast by luck that I just created a podcast and and now you're here listening to it? No, that was a plan in the making for over five years from when we first launched our 
agency, right? I worked in digital marketing for over 20 years. I spent 15 years in corporate marketing. So if you are new to this, don't get down on yourself because we see so many people that come to us and they're, I, I own an agency called Marketing Nuts and you can check it out at themarketingnutswithaz.com. And they come to us and they say, Pam, I want you to do for us what you've done for yourself. I've had Fortune 10 brands come to me asking us to do that for them. And what the first thing I help them understand, it didn't happen overnight. I didn't just launch a blog or launch a Twitter page or launch a Facebook page and all of a sudden, all of my content is discoverable. This is going to take time. So even though I'm giving you some tips and strategies, specific actions that you can take to make your content more discoverable and able to be found by your ideal customer and by the people that want to consume and digest and devour and love your content so that they become more attracted to you and your brand, right? That, even though I'm giving you that today, this, you can't just go do these things and tomorrow, all of a sudden your content is going to be discoverable. This is going to take time. And this is part of the series we're doing, the Get Fit Social Digital Business Series, where we're helping you as we move into the new year, really get your digital platform and your marketing and your social all aligned, working as this integrated engine that is fit, it is agile, it is able to be dynamic, proactive, and help you rock your business results, help you build community, help you inspire and attract your ideal customer. So today I'm going to give you seven tips and strategies to create discoverable content of how you can get your platform in order. So let's go ahead and let's get started. So first of all, let's define what do we mean by discoverable content? When we think about discoverable content, the key word we need to think about, let's just simplify this, it's discoverability. And discoverability is the ability of something, and in here we're talking about a piece of content or information to be found. So basically, we want to create content that your ideal customer can find, that people you want to be attracted to your brand can find, okay? It's not about being a slave to SEO, all right? Tip number one is that we want to optimize content for discovery, okay? And we're not going to optimize content for discovery by being a slave to SEO, bottom line. You need to know your audience and you need to serve your audience value on a consistent basis. So if you don't know your customer, if you don't know what your customer needs from you, if you don't know their demographics and don't tell me their demographics are between the age of 25 and 55. No, I need you to prioritize those audiences. You need to know where are they hanging out online and how are you going to have the most relevant conversation that you possibly can with them. And we'll talk about that more here in a little bit. But you need to know what is keeping them up at night, right? What problems are you going to be able to help them solve and how? Know what questions they are asking. What language are they speaking in? What are the terms that they are searching for? And when they're going to Google or they're going to a social search on Facebook or you know wherever they may be on Twitter, what are the words they're using? You need to know what hashtags they're using. If it doesn't sound natural when you're writing something, whether that be a tweet, whether that be a blog post, whether that be any type of content you're putting out on the social web, don't write it, right? It needs to sound natural. It needs to be optimized for both SEO and SMO. So that's tip number two is knowing the basics of social media optimization and 
traditional SEO because SEO, as you used to know it, has completely changed, okay? There's no, if you think today that you can go trick Google by creating backlinks and and doing a lot of the things that some of the black hat SEO folks used to do, that doesn't work anymore, my friends. So you need to make sure that you are doing uh, social media optimization and SEO tips that are basic and standard and that Google is going to like. You cannot trick Google. I'm sorry, but Google is smarter than you. So if you're depending on a Google search to get business and to get traffic, you need to quit believing what some of these SEO companies are telling you. You don't need thousands and thousands of of junk backlinks, okay? You need good people linking to your content because they like it, all right? So some things that you need to do. Let's let's start about, let's talk about some basic things that need to happen when it comes to SEO. And this is not intended by any means today, this podcast, to give you an SEO uh, detailed checklist. I'm just gonna throw some things out there that you you must be thinking of. Basics include making sure that your site is mobile responsive, okay? If I can't view your site on a mobile device, if it looks different in a way that I can't read what's on the page and it is not optimized for mobile, um, you are immediately losing ground with Google. And I did a podcast on this a while back about their mobile get-in and and everything that they are doing and they they are pushing. If a mobile website is um, if a website is not mobile responsive and a mobile user is doing a search, you are going to be pushed down the list of content that is shown. And so I will include a link to that podcast on the show notes page at socialzoomfactor.com slash 185. I did two different uh, podcasts on that specifically. So I encourage you to check that out. I give you the details with links and all kinds of good things where you can go check it out and learn more, okay? So you must have a mobile responsive site. And think about it, social is mobile. Go look at all the statistics. The majority of people that are utilizing social are doing so from a mobile device, okay? And you need to make sure your landing pages are optimized for both mobile and desktop. They need to be landing pages that are converting. You need to have keywords in your content that your audience is searching for. You need to have meta tags. You need to have heading tags. You need to make sure that each page has unique and relevant title in the page and title tags, right? You need to make sure that you are getting indexed by search engines. These are all just basic 101. And Google is getting smarter by the day. They know the tricks that these SEO companies have been playing and they're they're stomping them and stopping them in their tracks, okay? So you need to do a content audit. And I would look at your Google Analytics, look at your bounce rates, um, test every single form that you have on your website. So if you have any type of conversion form, you better make sure that it works because Google loves conversion forms, okay? So if you have a conversion form as a landing page, that's what you need to have for Google to start to fall in love with your site. And it needs to be mobile responsive and then they're really going to love you. So it needs to convert. Now, if you have a landing page and people get an error when they go to that, that is really going to hurt you. So if somebody types in their email address and their name and then it gives them an error page, Google knows about that. And that's the thing to know. Google knows what type of experience you're giving your your online visitors. And in episode 184, we talked about creating personalized, positive brand experience on our digital platform. So I encourage you to check that out. And that is why every single touch matters. But test every form, test every link that you have and make sure that you are removing broken links because that's easy stuff, my friends. Those are things that you can do really quickly to really 
help um, your basic SEO. And so you at least don't have errors that you're getting counted down for from Google that really could just be at least giving you that solid baseline. Okay. Look at things like your bounce rates, know where people are opting, bouncing out immediately of your website or blog, Uh, know what content they're sticking around for longer. Now, when we talk about social media optimization, here we're looking at things like YouTube optimization. Are you optimizing your titles? Are you including your URL in some of the content? Are you including the right keywords? There are lots of things you can do with platforms like Google and YouTube to make sure that your content is being found. And of course, Google, the search master engine, they love content that you put on their own platforms, which includes YouTube, which includes Google+. Um, Once you start to build a following and community on Google+, I can post a blog post, for example, and within literally 10 to 30 minutes, that content is usually on front page of Google. Okay, I can I can put those keywords in, and if I if I post a piece of content to my blog, and then I go and post that same content to Google Plus, so I share it to my own Google Plus page because it's linked to my it is integrated, um, you know, as Google requests us to do to my Google Plus page. Google knows about that content and it presents that content in a search almost immediately. Okay, so as you start to build your communities on these platforms, there's a ton of things that you can do to optimize that content. So be looking at things like hashtags. What hashtags is your audience using? Where can you include those? Hashtags do very well on Twitter. Hashtags do very well on Facebook. They do very well on Google+, but you don't wanna just be spamming hashtags. You wanna make sure you have have the right hashtags. And I've done some past episodes on hashtags. I have hashtag in a nutshell. I've done quite a few um, different pieces of content on this. I encourage you to check it out and check out some of the links on the show notes page. Pinterest boards can do really well as um, also. So you can create Pinterest boards with different content and that will rank in Google. Okay. Same thing goes for Facebook. Make sure you, your content is showing up in the streams in Facebook. You can utilize hashtags to do this. You can utilize um, trends, hop onto trends as long as they're relevant to your brand. You can do things like categories on your blog to make those come up on Google and make those more shareable. Okay. So it's all about making sure your content is discoverable and that it is shareable and people are going to be able to find it. And once they find find it, we want to make sure that they are inspired to stick around and read it on your site, watch the video, listen to the podcast, as well as share it with their friends and family and colleagues, okay? Because that's really what social media optimization is. It's making this content discoverable and making sure that it is available and, and shareable because the more that people share your content, the more it's going to be found. It's tapping into the power of the OPC, other people's content and other people's community. So when you're doing SMO, you can have great result also into sharing other people's content. It doesn't always have to be yours, right? It should be, you know, no more than like 10 to 20% of the content you're sharing, should it be your own content, you know, and try to get closer to that 10%, make it more about sharing other people's content. And I've, I've talked about that in some past episodes. 
tip number three is that we want to make sure we are keeping it fresh and unique. And what we mean by this is think of a fresh vegetable stand or a fruit stand, right? There's always different types of fruit and vegetables. We have a new market in Osceola County that just opened up. Now, the fun thing about a farmer's market is that there's always something different. It's fresh. It's unique. It's content. It's it's something I want to devour. And I, I look at it and I'm like, you know what? I want to read that. I want to listen to that because I know that that's fresh. It's going to offer me a new perspective on how to look at this. And I know that when it comes to business and digital and social and marketing and maybe what's ever happening in your industry, your industry may be a little dry. It may be, you know, it's hard to create content that is fresh. However, you can add your own perspective. You can keep it fresh and make sure that you're not getting stuck inside a box. And this is where brand storytelling comes in and that you are knowing what your audience is doing, what they're going through and how you can create content that is going to inspire and connect with them. What's going on in the world, what's going on with your industry, how can you keep that pulse going? And you want to make sure that you are updating content, okay? You don't want to just be providing content, you know, once or twice a month or uh, once or twice a year. I've, I've seen some brands do that where they'll publish, they'll pay a content writer to publish a whole bunch of content. They put it out there on their blog. They maybe even do some ghostwriting and put it out under some of their, you know, C-level executives, And then they expect that to drive traffic continuously for the rest of the year. That's not going to happen. We need to be having that that healthy heartbeat, the healthy pulse, and that we are having that drumbeat of consistent, fresh value with relevancy and it's contextual and it is keeping your audience engaged with you. So keep it fresh and keep it unique. It doesn't need to sound and hear and read like everybody else is doing. Stand out from your competition by talking about something in a different way, talking about different topics, okay? Tip number four is to know where your audience is hanging out. And we talked about this a little bit prior, but know where they're hanging out. Your mission when it comes to digital and social media is to know where your audience hangs out. And then you want to go have the most relevant conversation with them that you possibly can. Okay. And this takes us to tip number five, which is hang out outside of your own turf. Okay. So know where your audience is hanging out and go hang out there. And then you can bring them back to your content. You can bring them back to your blog, but you're not going to bring them back by just saying, come check out my blog, come check out my website, you know, come check out my Facebook page. Is there anything more annoying than when you follow somebody on Twitter and you get the Twitter direct message that says, hey, thanks for following, come check out my Facebook page. No, why don't you hang out with me where I've already followed you? Why don't you invite me to a tweet chat that you're doing? Why don't you invite me to have a conversation with you on Twitter, right? I just got to know you on Twitter. Maybe I haven't even got to know you at all yet. Invite me to engage where I'm already at. And I I would say that is so important for every brand and digital social marketer is that you are not too focused on growing your community on every, you know, all these multiple platforms at a time that you're more worried about numbers and followers and likes than building actual human relationships. Okay. And that's why hanging out on 
off of your own turf, going and hanging out on other people's platforms, hang out on other Google communities, other Facebook communities, other LinkedIn communities, Twitter chats, and conversations that are happening around hashtags every single day on these platforms. Go hang out there, right? All right, I know we're getting deep into some content, but we need to hear a few words from our sponsors. So please give them a listen, and I'll be back with our final two tips in helping you create discoverable content. Would you like to get your business Zooming Turbo online, but don't know where to start? Is website development not your thing? Check out HostGator.com for all of your hosting needs. They have easy one-click WordPress installs or drag and drop website builders. If you need even more help, their website design, setup, SEO, and even managed services can have you Zooming in no time. We have been hosting our own and client sites at HostGator for years, and I can personally validate that their service by far beats out their competition. With one little tweet, email, or chat conversation, they are there and ready to help you Zoom or resolve any issues that may come up 24-7, 365 days of the year. HostGator has the capacity to grow with you and scale when and how you need them to without headache or costing you a fortune. Check out HostGator.com today and save 30% on new hosting packages with coupon code Zoom or simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. Again, that's social zoomfactor.com slash hostgator. Do you ever feel stuck in a rut like your online business and social business isn't all that it could be? The Marketing Nuts Agency helps small businesses clear up to the Fortune 50 brands, provide clarity and vision for current and future programs. The Marketing Nuts believe in ROI-driven decision-making while still inspiring audiences with relevant content. From social business strategy and consultation, influencer marketing, to corporate training and workshops, and fully outsourced digital and social programs, the Marketing Nuts helps you prioritize your investment, impact business goals, and inspire your audience to invest in a relationship with you. To start the conversation, visit www.themarketingnuts.com with a Z.com. I'm back. Okay. Tip number six and helping you create discoverable content is make sure that you don't get stuck in a rut. So I want you to make sure that you are varying the content you're producing, varying the type of content, varying the format of content, varying whether it's a podcast, whether it's a video, whether it's an a visual image, you know, visual marketing, as you know, is really hot right now. We have some podcasts coming on that very soon, but whether it be uh, an integrated post that you're doing with maybe a slide share and some audio combined, vary the content and the type of content and also vary the platform, okay? Vary whether you're publishing that video on Facebook. Video on Facebook is doing very good nowadays, right? You can get some very high views of, you know, some rather imperfect video. You can shoot some video in the morning and, you know, say, good morning, everybody, here's five tips for you. And you're going to get some some downloads and views of that. Same thing goes for Twitter video. I recently did a podcast on the power of Twitter video. You can upload a 30 second video and we've seen amazing results with that in growing our our Twitter communities and other objectives that we have with things that we're doing in business and marketing. So don't get stuck in a rut and and test new things. If you've never played around with audio, maybe think about doing a podcast, but make sure that you're not doing random acts of marketing here. 
You don't want random acts of podcast just because that's what everybody else is doing because you're not going to get to where you're going to have a positive ROI on any of these platforms with random acts of marketing, right? You need to make sure you have an integrated plan that's focused and supports your business and marketing goals, okay? Your your online platform needs to support those goals, but at the same time, do not be afraid to test and try new things. However, tip number seven, the last tip is don't follow the masses just because it's a shiny object. And sometimes you can stand out by being different versus following the crowd. And sometimes not following the crowd separates you from the crowd. And we do this many, many times in our business. And there are some platforms that will launch and some shiny objects that will launch. And a lot of times we go with the data and a lot of times we go with our gut feeling and we we know our audience. I know what my audience is consuming. And if I know that my ideal customer is not even thinking about that platform yet, um, unless I see it as very, very strategic and something we need to jump on now, I probably am not going to jump on it because we have many platforms that are currently working but in inspiring and connecting us with our ideal customers. So why would I go jump on all these shiny objects when I'm not even confident that's where my market is going to go? So only you know your business. Only you know your customer. Only you know what you need to do to inspire and connect with your customer, right? And I always say there's only one way to do social, to do digital, and to build your business. And that is the way that works for you, your customers, your business, and your life. So you need to make sure that you are not following the masses. And yeah, you may be doing some things sometimes that feel like you're following the masses, but if the data tells you that's what you need to do, if your gut tells you that's what you need to do, if it's something you just simply want to try out, do it. But then don't complain in 30 days, 60 days, 90 days that you have no ROI, that you've never achieved your business goals and objectives, and that you've wasted the last six months chasing shiny objects. And I see this happen time and time again. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. I've provided you with seven strategies and tips to create discoverable content, to make your content more discoverable. And in summary, number one was optimize content for discovery. Do not be a slave to SEO. Know your audience. Tip number two was know the basics of social media optimization and SEO. Number three is keeping it fresh and unique. Number four is know where your audience is hanging out. Number five is hanging out off of your own turf. Okay. Go hang out on somebody else's turf. Number six is not getting stuck in a rut. And number seven is not following the masses just because it's a shiny object. So there you have it. I hope you have a wonderful week. I wish you the best of success in everything you're doing. That's a wrap. If you're ready to zoom your business and zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.